What is up, ladies and gentlemen? My name is Colton Steiner, and this is my buddy, Sean Atkins. Now, we're we're starting this podcast, and I, I'm I'm just gonna state right out of the fact this is our first episode, so I guarantee there's gonna be some uh, what's the right words for it? Some fumbles of words and some interesting uh, glitches we may have. Because I yeah. honestly, we're all just testing this out, uh, seeing how this uh, format works for the podcast and how this. Because I, I got to switch between screens and stuff. So it's going to be interesting. We don't have a crew. We're not professionals. So hold us a little bit of, uh, a little bit of slack there. But yeah, we're, we're going to be talking about a couple of things today. And uh, first off, we're going to be uh, today. We heard the uh, what is the horrible passing of Alex Trebek. And I, yeah. I thought we might as well talk about it a little bit because he was an iconic game show host and honestly yeah. an iconic um, individual. So, um, Sean, have you did you ever watch Jeopardy, Jeopardy as a kid or like oh a lot gosh. as a kid or yeah. much recently? Oh, yeah. Like uh, every like every night, like 730, it would come on uh, here uh, where I live and I would sit down with the family and watch uh, Jeopardy and sometimes it was annoying but it was kind of a family it was a family tradition and uh yeah it was fun i mean it's crazy that show's been on for what 35 35 years i think it was 35 years yeah, i could be crazy. wrong though but that's crazy because i think it started in 84 85 but don't wow. count me on that because yeah it, it was it's it's crazy how much of an impact he's made over the years, not just on Jeopardy, but the game show industry. Cause he, he created a standard that is almost impossible to live up to. And what everyone's obviously the passing is tragic, horrible, but now you come to a thing uh, to the crossroad. Do you, how do you replace him or do you yeah. replace him? No, Cause no, it's, no. it's, it's just, it's, it's too hard to do because he was that iconic. Now, yeah, I, I wouldn't replace him. I would just no. stop the show right there. Yeah, I mean, Jeopardy, it's, it's, it's got, like you said, it's gone for 35 years. Only Alex Trebek can do that show. Only, yeah, only it, him. It, only him. Now, for me, I never was get really got into Jeopardy. I was always a Wheels of Fortune kind of guy. Uh, now, you were the 7 o'clock guy. I was, I was the 7 o'clock guy because we'd have, <laughs> we'd have supper at 6.30, finish around 7, watch a little bit of Wheels of Fortune, and because I, I could never get any questions right on these um, on Jeopardy. So I would yeah. always get like try my I could get some a lot more in Wheel of Fortune than I could in Jeopardy. But it, yeah. it was it was it was still fun to always try my uh, try my hand and see how we could uh, uh, see if I could get anything in that. Because when you look at all the questions they would ask, most of the stuff, I would say 95 percent the common normal person would not know. Now, yeah. w when you look at Alex Trebek, the way he presented it, it's, it's not just like the fact that he was, uh, did was good at the job, but the way he presented all the questions and the way he interacted with the contestants was yeah. another level that nobody else can match. Yeah. And you may think like that. Some people may think, well, you know, he was just reading off stuff. He was just doing, you know, basic script stuff Nah, alex trebek had that persona of just being alex trebek i mean you really, you really can't i mean he was like you said he was an iconic character so yeah and uh, i was actually in it when, when you think about it when they did that tournament of champions how big that was for jeopardy because mm -hmm. it wasn't just 
um, the contestants there made a lot of money. It was Alex Trebek was just the way he interacted with all of them was just so fun. And yeah, he the, was happy. The whole thing was fun. And I, I was over at a friend's house like a, a week or so ago, maybe a little bit longer. And we were all talking about the day Alex Trebek would pass would be one of the saddest days in game show. And honestly, in one of the saddest days in, uh, uh, like of the year or in the decade. I mean, I mean, it, it reminds me of the day I'm trying to think of, I, I see, I can't even do it because I can't remember, remember another game show host that lived up to this, uh, this standard. I mean, it's, it's just yeah. incredible. And we just want to pay before we, I mean, we heard this today. It happened today that he passed away peacefully yeah. at his home. I, I believe he was surrounded by family. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I thought we would talk, take a little bit, talk about what the impact he made on us, the game show world. And yeah, yeah. it's just absolute iconic, um, individual. Now, something I want to talk about next as we move along is tech news. And when we look, look about tech news, AMD has just released a great lineup of processors. Now, when did they announce that they were going to release these and were, did we expect them to be this good? I'm, uh, yeah, that's that's for you. You're you're more knowledgeable than me. <laughs> well, I mean, let's say Zen three was like announced. Oh, what do you say? Uh, not I forget how long ago it wasn't. It wasn't that long ago, but I, I kind of hoped it was going to be this good because if it wasn't, it would tick off a lot of fans. I mean, a lot. Uh, the the whole tech the whole tech area kind of relied on that, and it was it was a pretty big pretty big event um so far we're getting a 20 percent increase compared to zen 2 their last architecture with you know the 3700x uh 3800x uh 3950x and 39 whatever x so many of them um but so far we're actually getting a lot better improvements um and they took the crown as the gaming king processor at least for now See, so that is huge for AMD because AMD hasn't been like that since the Fen. I think there was a Phenom two <laughs> days. See, I think it's been a decade. Yeah, I, I always remember because Intel has been like they've been the the standard. They they're like you have to live up to Intel. I believe is that am yeah. I right there? Like the i nine i nine i seven. Or am I talking graphics cards? So see, this is the problem where I get into. I don't know that much about. Uh, uh, tech news. So you're the expert there, but um, well, Intel I would call has myself been, an expert. I'm just you, well, you're fan. more knowledgeable yeah. than me. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, when you but, when you t- think about AMD, the the progress they've made just over the last five years, I mean, yeah. it's been just remarkable. I mean, it's, oh, you, you go, yeah, go ahead. I mean, I mean, Linus uh, from Linus Tech Tips, he shared a uh, a post on Twitter oh, a couple days ago, and he was talking about how the well this article was talking about how AMD was going to be on the brink brink of bankruptcy mm-hmm. in in 2020 and now look at them i mean they are swimming in money um, they literally have the best processors you you can buy today and i, I don't know it, it's just it's just an amazing thing that happened i mean it, it's all thanks to i guess Lisa Su the CEO of mm-hmm. AMD she literally saved that company from going under and so i mean like, that's what I, I run in my computer ryzen 7 3700 x yeah. i mean i have a ryzen 5 and i will like when when you get the new what, what is it you're getting the next ryzen 7 the 50 I, 58 
Yep. Right? Yep. Okay. So th then I'm going to get the move up from my Ryzen 5 to get the Ryzen 7, the old, the previous gen, because I, I like running it, my computer. I do, down the line, I do do hope to build a better computer, but for the most part, like, I don't know, my, my computer works pretty good, but my graphics card really needs improved. And when I look at what AMD plans to release on December 2nd, no, 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 no not AMD, NVIDIA, because I, I was looking at AMD before beforehand, <laughs> um, and then I was looking at NVIDIA and NVIDIA's graphics card. Man, they're they're they look really promising. They look really yeah. You promising. just can't get any stock. That that's is, ridiculous. That's the problem. What was it? Oh, yeah. The thirty. What was it? The thirty eight hundred or thirty nine hundred? Thirty eighty, thirty ninety. Yeah, thirty eighty, thirty ninety. That's insane. Oh my gosh! It's like <laughs> I was lined up. I was I've I've been literally lined up for two months. Has it been two months now? Yeah, I believe so. It's been a about month and a half or two months or something like that, whatever. But I've literally been lined up trying to give a company $800. <laughs> like, it should not be hard to give my money to a company. Especially it really should $800 no. <laughs> worth. Like, come on. Uh, well, the I mean, I get COVID. I get stuff like that. You know, I, I get if you don't have stock. I get if you don't have inventory. But at least, like, give us a pre-order system. Like, mm -hmm. I shouldn't have to sit in front of my computer uh, uh, after work uh, on my lunch break hitting F5. Just hit it. Trying, just, try, it yeah. just, to see if, just to see if I can get stock, just to see if I can get my card. I mean, that's ridiculous. It's insane because I mean, you would think that they'd be like, okay, we have enough in, we, we have enough in stock so that we're not going to get too backed up, right? But the, it wasn't even a second. Like, that's a problem. <laughs> like, right when yeah, it, I mean, it was at 9 o'clock is when um, it, it became on sale. And immediately it was sold out. It wasn't even, oh, like, yeah. it was, it wasn't even a second after 9 o'clock. And you couldn't even get any. Oh, yeah. I was one of, I was one of those people at 9 o'clock, like, like, sitting there. And, and, like, I hit F5. And it, Best Buy went from coming soon to sold out. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck, man? I'm like, I, we want, I want my card. <laughs> I mean, okay, like, I, I get, you know, they're going to sell out the first day. I mean, that's mm -hmm. obvious. It's happened It's happened every single time. But one second? And like, the, come on. You would think by now they would have it under control, right? Like, yeah. have they gotten it under control or have they been able no. to? No, like, <laughs> I can't even, I can't get a 3080. I can't get a 3070. I can't get a 2080 Super. I can't get a 2070 Super. I can't even get a 2060 Super. Right That's now. insane. Like That's literally insane. Literally, the only two cards I can buy right now, if I go to Best Buy or Micro Center, is a fifty six hundred, no, fifty seven hundred XT or lower, or a sixteen sixty Super. Yeah, sixteen sixty Super or lower. Everything else else is completely out of stock. Now, I, when I was looking to upgrade my GPU, the fifty seven hundred XT was uh, one of the ones I was looking at, but it mm. seems to me that the price of that has gone up tremendously. Am I right there? Because I don't remember it being up near. Four hundred dollars, a little little while ago. The XT, I think it's always kind of been around there. Uh, you might be thinking of the regular fifty-seven hundred, yeah, not the, an XT I'm, yeah. version of it. So is the yeah, I may be thinking of the regular fifty-seven hundred, but yeah, because was it the, the fact of the matter that they're able to sell out that fast and it's just insane. And and the but, the sad thing is, you have those scalpers out there that have them. And yeah, I mean, that's, that's where they're double. going. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, 
I go on on eBay and I find 3080s all day long for almost two thousand dollars, and I'm it's like, insane. You got to be kidding me! Yeah, I'm like, this is this is ridiculous. I'm, like, ah, we'll get our cards eventually. Like, mm, I don't yeah. need one, but like, it's frustrating. Like, I mm -hmm. can't. It's been a month and a half, two months, and I cannot. There's no stock. There's no pre-order system. There's no queue. Yeah, it's come on. I mean, Apple I, was able to dish out <laughs> iPhone 12s. Why can't I get a graphics card? They they dish those things out like candy. I don't know how they're able to do that so fast. Yeah. But when I'm looking at the future in the 3060, I guarantee I won't be able to get that on opening day if it's the, no. uh, the way things are going now. Because everything, if if things work happen like they did on the. Uh, uh, 3080 and the 3090 it's going to be sold out before i can even check out i mean before you're going to click a button because yeah. then you have to check out and then hit b billing information go through all that at that point yeah. you're just wasting your time because it's well i even on these launch days and stuff like that like i literally created the accounts on multiple websites <laughs> i was prepared i created the accounts i entered all my billing information all that stuff uh and I had like a one-click ordering for uh, these the credit card or whatever. You know, everything should be, should have been one click. And every single website I did was completely out of stock. It, it was impossible. Like normal person could not have got one that day. Yeah, it's it's. That sucks. So when I'm looking at the hard thing is how how do you fix that? Like, do you just have to have better security for those systems or better? I mean, it's it's just. A hard thing to grasp. Maybe talk to Apple about how they're able to manage their their releases. But well, well first of all, Apple has a queue system to pre-order. I mean, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I'm 99 sure they have a queue system. Um, second of all, none of these websites, none of them, like Nvidia, EVGA, uh, Newegg, B and H, uh, and I can't think. Uh, Amazon, I think, maybe, I don't know. None of them had captures. None of them have any anti-bot features. You could all, you could just go straight through, and if you were a bot of, well, not if you were a bot, but if somebody had a program bot or mm -hmm. whatever, they yeah. were able to just grab it and go. And us humans didn't have a chance. I mean, a simple CAPTCHA would, may, would have at least made the stock last 30 more seconds. Other than I, one. Hey, the, those 30 more <laughs> seconds are crucial. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, I mean, actual people getting hands on their cards versus not, yeah. you know? It's, man, it's, when I look at the t what they're able to do pr to produce these cards, like, they're great cards and great chips, but when you go to trying to sell them, that's like trying to <laughs> make something impossible. It's, that's, a, that's a crazy thing. They, they can make these amazing products, but can't even sell them yeah. <laughs> properly. Yeah, yeah. So, and it it blows my mind. But hopefully, this uh, next gen Ryu, uh, Radeon, these sixty seven hundred XT and mm -hmm. uh, um, sixty eight hundred or no, sorry, sixty eight hundred. Yeah, oh, I was right. Sixty seven hundred. Uh, whatever. The next See, generation of Radeon. <laughs> I feel that is uh, able to be at least in hands of actual customers and not scalpers. That's so. Yeah, I'm, I'm. So that's that. I'm excited about uh, about the future because right now we're when we're looking at on all these uh, uh, progress they've made on GPUs and CPUs and I mean you can run like when you think about it four years ago like I had just gotten an Alienware what, what was my Alienware do you remember because yeah. I bought it off you and yep. was it an i7 no uh -uh. no 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 uh -uh. it's an Alienware Alpha it was one of those uh, console yeah. 
um, I just replacements. Mm-hmm. It's an Intel Core i3, like third or fourth gen oh, i3. Yeah. I so insane. it was like dual core, I think, back then. The funny I'm thing is sure. that wasn't even my worst computer. My worst computer, looking back, was my laptop. I would, I don't even remember what, what, what the graphics are. <laughs> it was some integrated thing. <laughs> yeah, it was, crap. It was crap. I would play ATS. I, I would be lucky, in, incredibly lucky, if I got 10, uh, 15 FPS in ATS. Most of the time, you were cruising around in five. Yeah, and ninety. You were literally a PowerPoint. It was insane. Because, yeah. and I, I, I could never go on the interior mode too. I could never do it because I would have like a five to ten drop in FPS. Nope. <laughs> so I yep. would always have to go into the exterior mode and it's so loud you got the air going too from the the wind and it's it was just a pain to do because no matter how much i gamed and i i, w- I got a good amount of gaming I, I played some spin tires i played some ats um what else was played some counter-strike on there but that hit a few hundred hours of counter-strike yeah, on that yeah that's that's for sure but when i'm looking at how i improved from the laptop to the alienware it was a major step up because yeah and and not even like the alienware it wasn't like it was good i'm not gonna diss on the alienware but it was still not uh top tier um i mean it was it was good gaming i could actually game on ats for yeah. what was that 30 or 40 frames no it, it, it depends like if, i can't you could get 60 you could get it around 60 there it wasn't that bad yeah it was, a, it was a pretty good computer. It's, yeah, at the time, it was a, like nowadays, I, I wouldn't use it. I did have to upgrade the – now. it's kind of funny now because you look at them like hard drives like S, um, uh, SDD and an HDD hard drive. SSD, not SSD. Good, good <laughs> Lord. <laughs> I can't even talk. So you have those S, the SSDs who – nowadays, you can get, get a 500 uh, gigabyte SSD for like what, 180 $100, $80, somewhere in there, right? Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah. yeah. I bought mine for 140 and I thought that was a steal of a deal. Because at the time, oh, yeah. that, it was. But, man, th- those th- those SSDs, man, they're, they're, they're insane. And when I look at SSDs, oh. nowadays it's like the console gen is way behind. Because, like, you look at play- PS5 the entire hype around it was that it was going to have an SSD in it. <laughs> now, it does. Like, why didn't you guys think about this earlier? Oh, you're talking it. You're talking before. Oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, okay. I was going to say, so like PS five and the Xbox they're right now, they are putting a hurting on the computer market because, um, their SSDs are insanely fast. And the fact that you can have multiple games open at once and go, and be able to switch between these games instantly is just it blows my mind like on, on the xbox series s or x uh let's say i'm in forza horizon 5 and let's say i want to climb into i don't know what is what, what's an xbox game uh halo maybe i don't know do they even make yeah, halo, halo let's say, yeah yeah let, let, let's just say that yeah uh if i want to switch into halo i literally just click a button go to halo and five seconds i'm in halo like no computer right now mm-hmm. can do that at all. Like that, that, and it'll pick up like like right where you left off as well, too. Like I mean, if I pause in the middle of a race in Forza Horizon Five, and I'm right in line to blast someone in Halo or whatever you do in Halo, it'll 
left right off or it'll be left right off there and you can just resume and do whatever you want it is incredible mm-hmm. like why didn't they have this in the past like yeah. ssds have been out for a few years why didn't the ps4 ps4 pro and ps3 is kind of yeah ps3 i mean maybe the later versions of the ps3 but in ps4 definitely i mean when i look at my ps4 because i have ps3 and ps4 i still play a lot of p i Okay, I don't play a lot of PS3. The most games I play on the PS3 are NCAA football and NCAA basketball, and I have a PGA Tour game that I play. But for the most part, it takes forever for those games to load. It takes me like five minutes to get in. And then when I'm looking at the PS4, it's like it it still takes me a while, but it's going to be a big step when you look at the PS5. uh, going from the PS4 to PS5. Now, I won't get the PS5 for another couple years because I... When did the PS4 release? Was that 2013 mm. or 2014? Let me look it up. Yeah. Because when I, when, I, when I bought it in 28... I bought, yeah. 13. November 15th, 2013. Because okay. I bought wow. it like... I bought my PS4. It was I mean, it was a base PS4. It wasn't the Pro. It wasn't that. But it was... $200 and I got, had also gotten uh, the new Spider game with it. It was a Black Friday deal. And that was a steal. Now, the PS the PS5 that I'm looking at, it's releasing for 4.99, am I right? There is cuz there's two versions. Yep. There is the one with the disc which is the more expensive at 4.99 and then the the one where you don't have to deal with the disc and that's 3.99. Me yep. personally, I still like having the disc because since they're finally somewhat backwards compatible for the first time ever, um, they're yeah, it's. I would like to play some of the disc that I have on PS4 <laughs> into yeah. in there, but I think the biggest <laughs> when I'm looking at Xbox and PS4, the biggest thing that they finally got is somewhat of uh, backwards capability, and yeah, I, I, I never know why they never try to incorporate that in or- earlier gens. Especially the Xbox. The Xbox can go back quite... I mean, it, I think you have to have Game Pass. Uh, don't hold me to this, but I think you have to have, like, a Game Pass or something like that to go back, and you can play years, 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 generations back of Xbox games, which is just... That's pretty cool. Like, I think that's how it all should be. Yeah, and... and we yeah. don't need this upgrade thing to not be able to play something. Like, if I want to get rid of my original Xbox, which I don't wouldn't want to, but maybe some people will... Um, I should still be able to play game, the original games on this next-generation Xbox. Yeah, like, makes logical sense like that, you know? I mean, when you look at PCs, like, heck, I have Battle, the old Battlefront 2 game for, um, uh, like, for Star Wars, and I can play that on my PC, but I can't play that on my new PS4, which I never could understand because I have the PS2 disc for Battlefront. Yeah. Or, no, maybe I have the PS... No, PS2. Um, I have the old PS2 disc for it, but I can't play it on PS4, which I never understood why they didn't just make make it available. I don't know if there's a certain um, uh, what is it tool that they need that they can't fit into the PS4, but I never understood why I could play this game on P- on PC from like 10 years ago, but they can't do that just in the PS4 realm. I, I just or PlayStation or uh, realm. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm just not too, too keen on the fact that it took them this long to actually get into it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm glad con- consoles finally 
a viable option for gamers. Like if you if you don't want to go out and spend three billion dollars on a gaming computer, you can go out and spend four hundred ninety nine dollars on one and actually get re relatively pretty good performance. I mean, the, what four K hundred plus FPS ray tracing, um, that super fast SSD, which is crucial to any gameplay and any loading times. Because the last thing I want to do is turn my um, console on and wait 30 minutes to load GTA 5. Yeah, it's insane. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm glad we, I'm glad, it's a good year for, well, it's kind of a good year for gamers. Uh, it's a good year for gamers as the stuff is, the uh, the stuff's been released, but getting it in stock is another story. Know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah, I totally understand what you mean. But yeah, I mean, that, that I don't have much else on the tech news um, when we look at it, but yeah. yeah. Let me let me just add something here. We were talking about prices of the PlayStation Five, and I'm looking at uh, it right now on eBay. Uh, what's your guess? Um, PS Five, you said. Yeah. Um. Uh, on eBay, you said. Yep. I'm gonna go eight ninety nine. People are gonna. I, yep. You're you're right there. Really? Uh, really? Eight hundred, nine hundred, thousand, 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 nine ninety nine, nine forty nine. That does not surprise me because. I was trying to think if they're going to go like the 599, I'm going to think like 50% higher, not not the full 100% because obviously there's I mean they could try the full 100% uh increase in the price, but when you think about it, the, there's not that many people are going to get it. Now, if it's a couple hundred more, now they're being it's just like that. I I don't know why, but uh, it blows my mind that people actually buy that. Yeah. It blows my mind like if you're watching this, do not buy from scalpers. Like, <laughs> do not. <seriously. laughs> Use uh, your noggin. Yeah, you know? it's you got it's, a good. You, you got one of these. Use it. Wait a little bit too. Like you don't have to have it right away. That's that's the whole thing I like to do. Like, okay, is it great that they get it right away and you can try it out? Yes, but at the end of the day, waiting a couple months may actually help you on the price for a couple hundred dollars. I mean. Instead of trying to buy it off scalpers. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <sighs> it is oh, what it that's is. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, that is all I have for tech uh, news. I mean, I could talk about the iPhone 12, but. What's so good about the, okay. I'd, I heard that the iPhone <laughs> okay, 12 wasn't, wasn't going to be all that great. But when I look at the speed of it, it looks pretty good compared to like its competitors. Well, I mean, Okay. If you have an iPhone 11 and you upgrade to the 12, I don't know why you would ever do that. I I, I, I don't know why. But anyways, the, the main difference is uh, 5G. I mean, it, it, that's huge for the iPhone 12. That's the whole reason you should ever get an iPhone 12, I guess, is if you really want the 5G. I could go on and on about this. I mean, it's up to you. Oh, you the, yeah, to go I'm, on I'm and fine on with it. Go on. A 5G, in my opinion, is absolutely useless. I have no idea... Okay, that goes right to the title. I'm going to back up to here. You know what really grants my gears? 5G. It is useless. Uh, change my mind. Where's my <laughs> coffee? Where's my coffee cup? Uh, change your mind. That is the dumbest innovation I have ever seen. What we need to do is we need to establish a very good coverage LTE um, all over the United States. Because there's a lot of people that don't even have coverage. And yet... We're, we're innovating this 5G thing to get, what, 2,000 megabits per second download? 
Who needs that on a cell phone? And, and, like, and, okay, and, let me just download Call of Duty Mobile in five seconds. Ooh, <laughs> ah, you know? Ooh. I get to play it for uh, two minutes, and then I have to get back on the bus and leave. I mean, it's, <laughs> if, if most of these places are going to be in the city, and what are you really going to be doing in the city? Like, if you're yeah. living in the city already, you're, in, you, you're on Wi-Fi. What, I mean, me personally, if you, I assume city, uh, there's a lot better coverage in the cities when yeah. it comes to Wi-Fi. And what really would 5G, what kind of benefit would it give? I mean, if you're just going to be getting text, taking calls, stuff like that. It's really, in my I gotta opinion, download, I, I got to download Call of Duty Mobile, dude, five times. It's, it I, mean, makes... I, I got to run my speed test and post it on social media because, you know, I got 2,000 megabits per second. And you don't, peasant. <laughs> peasant. Because at the end of the day, our, will, will it really matter? No, because 4G is still incredibly fast. I mean, it's as, I mean, what is it, 4G LTE, am I right? Yeah. I, I, I don't use data. I mean, I, I'm on a very cheap cell phone plan where i get one gig of data a month yeah. <laughs> and it pay, and it costs twenty dollars so yeah. when when i look at people spending like un, give me unlimited data on 5g i'm like do you really need that because i i really don't think it benefits you all that much well here's the thing i don't think it's unlimited data on 5g i think you have limited data on 5g and then it switches over to lte uh i i I could be well. Hold on. Let, let, let me just Google yeah, this just, just, just to be sure. Just be 5G sure, plans for. Oh, here's the earthquake. Verizon wireless. <laughs> okay, let's check it out. Let's check it out. All right, 5G nationwide. So I get it. <sighs> it's I probably just, somewhere in a fine print. Yeah, I mean, I mean, 5G. I see all these like, in in the. There's a, there's a, I mean, I live in the middle of nowhere and the city closest to us, it's not that, gr I mean, they just incorporating 5G and I'm like, okay, that's, I don't, I really, I don't really spend a lot of, a lot of time on 5G. <laughs> I don't even spend much time on 4G. So, and I'm never really making calls that much. I mean, which is kind of interesting considering I'm all over the place with my jobs. <laughs> Oh, this is what I get for not doing research prior to eh, the podcast. But, this is um, the grinding gears. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm pretty sure you don't get unlimited 5G. I, I, I'm, I'm almost positive. I'll have to do some more research. Maybe we can revisit that subject next week. Oh, yeah. But uh, anyways, back to the iPhone. Um, I mean, that's all you. That's all, really all you get. A little bit slightly better camera. Um, I guess if you get the base model 12, you get OLED. The OLED screen, they've done away with the LCD screen, the 720p, but... You don't really notice a difference at a screen that small. I could go on and on about that, too. Um, and that new design, which I actually like. I actually went to Best Buy yesterday and took a look at the um, the iPhone 12. And it, it does remind me of the iPhone 4. The iPhone 4 was an icon iconic phone. I mean, I beat the snot out of that thing, and that thing still worked. And I kind of like to see the return of that design, but I just don't think it's worth going or worth spending the extra money to upgrade at the moment, mm -hmm. especially when you got to add the 5G plan, I believe, and it's just not worth all of the well, when I look at hype I, it is. When I look at iPhones in general, like, one, I don't think you should be taking out a finance plan on a phone. That's just my opinion, but 
paying a thousand dollars for a phone just seems a little excessive, especially if the one before it um, is like is just as good and it's cost a couple hundred dollars less. Like yeah, some people, some people just need the latest greatest stuff. Like in in my opinion, I think just think it's a waste of money, and maybe it's just my cheap side of me just coming to the coming to the surface. Because I have a two hundred dollar phone, it does the it. I make calls on it. I get texts on it. I don't take ca- uh, really pictures on it because I have a, a DSLR camera, which I'm using right now, <laughs> um, for the for that for the most part. But when I'm looking at the price of iPhone cameras, it's insane at the cost. And I I don't know if th- like especially like the advancements, it doesn't seem like there hasn't been much of an of a change going from the iPhone 11 to the iPhone 12 other than speed like yeah. just to me i mean it's just that seems that apple is getting kind of lazy um in in the sense of that i, I don't know I, I just think iphone doesn't have any competitors so they're they're kind of slacking off and just feeling like you know what we don't have to work to bring the the latest and greatest thing all we have to do is uh create a little faster phone and people buy the crap out of it and so i really don't know what else I don't know, Android or uh, Samsung, what they need to do um, to upgrade, like uh, to compete with Apple. Because right now they, they can't even touch them. And then Apple's starting to get lazy and everyone else, uh, everyone yeah, else. No, decides no competition. To, yeah, They're turning into Intel. Freaking Intel up here. <laughs> Going to get jumped up here. Nah, oh, no. But, but yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah iPhones have... They they've gotten really good over the years, but the Apple's been getting pretty lazy uh, recently, in my opinion, with creating th- the greatest phone. Yeah, uh, the innovation. The innovation. Oh, yeah, it's so innovative, revolutionary. Re- revolutionary. But I mean, yeah, that's, it is what it is. I mean, I uh, guess I, we're I just gonna have to sit back and wait. Yeah, I, I know we're talking about tech news. Well, we were kind of we were talking about tech news, uh, transferring to grinding gears, and uh, I don't know. I'm I'm moving on to what grinds my gears, if that's all right, and that is the national media, <laughs> and what I'm oh. talking about is Baker Mayfield. I've talked about it before, and I've talked actually not just Baker Mayfield, the Cleveland Browns. Now the Cleveland Browns just failed to do uh, a good job at the trade deadline uh, after allowing, what was it, 200-some yards on the ground against Oakland, and it was an absolute bomb show that they played. The fact of the matter that they allowed Oakland to hold the ball for 37 minutes and only allowed the offense to have, what was that, 17 on the field, it was insane. And we're always eager to blame blame the blame the offense for not showing up in the fair point. I mean, the offense, when you look at the, the game for the Browns was drops by the receivers, but do you know what mm. they immediately went to? I said this on my CSBR live stream and it, like a lot of people tended to agree with me was the fact that Baker Mayfield still gets the blame <laughs> four <laughs> times. I looked back four times on third down, his receivers dropped the ball. Literally, not just figuratively dropped the ball. They literally dropped the ball. David Njoku dropped one. Um, uh, well, okay, I would say Harrison Bryant, I wouldn't say he dropped the ball, but he fumbled uh, when they were in, when he just got inside the 30. 
opposing team's 30, gave them the ball back when we were driving really well. And then Jarvis Landry dropped a couple. One was a touchdown. And then David Njoku dropped a huge third down catch. But aside from that, Baker Mayfield played a really good game at the, like, if you take all those drops away, maybe I'll give one drop, uh, give him one drop, but they shouldn't be dropping the ball because they're getting paid to catch a football. <laughs> but <laughs> Millions he, of dollars. Millions of dollars, literally boatloads of money to catch a football. But yeah. the it just grinds my gears how our quarterback, who's working his tail off to get his receivers the ball, and his receivers drop the ball, and then the national media comes out and just starts blaming him. I, I know Skip Bayless. I know Shannon Sharp. They they were saying, oh, Baker Mayfield gets all the blame. Okay, how about the fact that our defense allowed Oakland on the field for 37 minutes and are, like, honestly, we got, we got bailed out a couple times because the first touchdown for the Raiders that was called back was honestly a touchdown in my opinion. I thought it was a touchdown, but they overruled it, um, said it was not. They got the field goal. And just the fact that they were able to drive so easily and the missed tackles by our defense, when you look at overall, there are other things to worry about than the quarterback position. And the national media continues every week that the Browns play. Fortunately, the Browns were on a bye this week, so we didn't have to deal with any of that. But <laughs> it, just, it just grinds my gears how everyone is quick to blame the quarterback and then quick to give it a team effort and a win. And it's just... If you're going to give the t- quarterback a um, crap on one weekend, give him uh, uh, give him props on the next weekend. Baker Mayfield threw five touchdowns against Cincinnati Bengals the week before they were saying he should uh, get traded. <laughs> like it, it just grinds my gears. I know you're a Packers fan and you Man, haven't yeah. had to, you haven't had to deal with it. So what, in your opinion, does the national media have to do in, just in sports need to improve on because uh, i i think i i should probably slow down before i get uh, pissed off I anymore the, the <laughs> me i think the media needs to focus less on uh money mm-hmm. uh, the click getting clicks because that's all this is it not, is. not just sports not just sports mm-hmm. everything in general the whole just everything and then all it is is and just the headline just to tick people off make them click mm-hmm. on the article so you can read their dumb advertisements and yeah, read their shoddy journalism. Like, and when I look at all this stuff, like people, my, a lot of my friends, my parents, uh, and, and non fans of the Browns say, "Why do you even listen to him?" And it's not like I know I shouldn't. I don't really try to listen to him, but it's just the principle, the principle that they're just trying to grind my gears, and yeah. I, not just in sports but in general like they they say the craziest things and it's like okay i went to i went to college for journalism i'm i'm i would call myself a good journalist because when i was at uh, college i would ask the right information you got to ask the right questions got to ask the right material to um, make every aspect of your story sound good not just try and get the clicks try and keep them there because at the end of the day if you're just going for the clicks like the browns fans we don't pay attention to what else you have to say and and when it comes to the browns we know what you're going to say so at the end of the day (laughs) they they need to i I, for i would say the last seven weeks that the browns have been uh, on the field i have been right every single time about what the media will say about them 
They will say it was Baker Mayfield's fault. They won't give Baker Mayfield credit for winning the game. Both have happened. And they will say Odell needs to get out of Cleveland because he doesn't fit there. Now, while I do admit uh, Odell might not be a good fit in Cleveland because I feel Baker does try and force him the ball, I do believe it gets annoying as all get out that they continue to have this rhetoric. And it's just, if you're going to talk about us, at least judge us on our defense too. So, yes, Baker Mayfield tried tries and forces, tries to force the ball to Adele several times a game and doesn't need to. But when you look at the overall team, there's more aspects we need to worry about than the quarterback position. But even though it's yeah. a quarterback, number one draft pick, he, he's obviously going to get the blame every time. But it, it just grinds my gears. And then you look at all these other, and I do believe it's because it's Cleveland. And I, I was just about ready to say that. Uh, I, yeah, I was because, like, all these journalists are so used to reporting on Cleveland being so bad for so long that it's just second nature to them. Yeah, yeah. They're not used to Cleveland being good. And (laughs) when you look at the New York Jets, Sam Darnold has been absolutely terrible. And the national media hasn't said squat. And sure, he wasn't the number one pick, but he was a top five pick. Still, he shouldn't be. Was he the second? No, I believe Saquon Barkley was the second he may have been the third pick of the NFL draft. But still, people mm-hmm. have been saying the Browns should have been drafted Sam Darnold. And I laugh at that because he has been so much worse than Baker Mayfield. And I, I want to say his stats are incredibly worse. I, and I don't know. It's, it's hard for me to try and give the, give the media any kind of room because of the crap that they say every week. And I don't know how we improve on this going forward. But we need to focus on the fact on the more positive notes rather than the negative notes. So say the Browns lose 14 to 7. So not, not a blowout, not a high-scoring game. D- there's a lot of aspects that need to be uh, looked at in those games rather than just uh, on the offensive side. Defense, how many yards did they give up? How, how long did they allow the uh, offense to have, uh, the, have the ball? Um, were there missed tackles? Now, missed tackles need to be addressed, too, because they're, th- those are in yards after contact. Because the was it Josh Jacobs, the running back for the Raiders, he had, ni- out of his 120 yards, he had 95 yards after contact, which is right when he, the first person tackles him, starts tackling him. 95 of his yards were just after the contact. And it blows my mind that um, the defense gets uh, let off. And it kind of grinded my gears a little bit over the, we- uh, over the weekend how the Browns didn't make any um, trades uh, before the trade deadline on Tuesday. So, uh, yeah, that, that's, that will gr- that's what grinds my gears. <laughs> so you, yours was what? The iPhone 12. Mine was a, a, a continuous rant of the Cleveland Browns and the national media. Yeah, tell me how you really feel. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just <laughs> no. I'm, I'm just kidding. Yeah. It's just yeah, one it, of those things. Pretty ridiculous. I, yeah, it, it, I've been saving it, saving my uh, energy for weeks now, and it's just, it, it just grinds my gears. And I, d- yeah. I try not to listen to it, but when they say continue to dog us, you've dogged us enough. Let us have enjoy this a little bit. So yeah, oh, man, yep. yeah, this was fun. Grinding gears, talking talking crap about national media. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, yeah I mean, I mean. Uh, I mean, it, it, just sports media, but I mean, I kind of branch off that just the media in general. Yeah. It's changed over the years. Like, I mean, it's, it, it's, 
it's too, I don't know. I, at least for me, maybe I'm too young. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not, I haven't, I don't have years of experience of seeing the media and stuff. You know, so yeah. I could be wrong, um, but it, it's changed. It's taken sides. It's focused on money. It's focused on clicks. It's focused on getting stuff out there, whether it's true or not. It's changed and it's not good. It's, it's kind of unfortunate because it, it causes a lot of grind, a lot of people to grind their gears, you know, and yeah, it yeah, needs to change. It, it, it needs to change, but I, it, it's not. And that's the, that's just, that's the reality of it. It's not going to change. Yeah. And, and that while the national media has, is one of the things that we all love to hate about something we all can agree on is movies. Now, something I am hmm. hoping we get next year I know COVID's a big, big issue right now, and I don't want to talk about that because, I mean, it is what it is. It's, it's there, but it's, it's postponing all these great movies, and I'm just hoping we're able to go out and see some movies next year because there's a lot of movies that I want to see. Like yeah, Fast Nine. Fast Nine got that? yeah, it, it literally got postponed a year from the day they released the trailer, which was absolutely epic, and then a couple, what was that, a week later. I'm trying to remember when they released the trailer. It wasn't Man. much longer after they released the trailer that they announced that uh, we'll, we'll be postponing the movie until next year. And then January 31st, 2020. January 20. Okay, so it was a little bit later, but yeah, it's it's. Ah, it, it, I just really wish that uh, we're able to see some movies because I'm really hoping that we can see Black Widow because I'm a huge Marvel guy, as everyone knows. Ooh, the yeah. new Top Gun, Top Gun Maverick. I'm hyped for that because I, I'm a huge fan of the original Top Gun and that was my grandpa's favorite movie and looking at Top Gun Maverick, it just looks amazing. I mean, I, I can't imagine what that's going to sound like in the theater because there's movies that you can, you can watch at home and like they're at home movies like comedies. I don't really think those are movies you see at the theater. Those are movies you can watch at home, but action movies and movies like Top Gun, the jet sounds around you. I can only imagine what that's going to feel like and what that's yeah. going to be because it's just going to be so much fun. And I, I'm, I'm so excited for when we're actually able to go out and see movies because when you look at the amount of the movie lineup for 2021, there's so many good movies. And I'm seeing, uh, what is it? I don't know if there, there's like four Marvel movies coming out, three or four Marvel movies coming out next year. Then they're in Morbius. Venom. I don't know if Venom Two is coming out. I think Bat. I can't remember if Batman, the new Batman movie, is coming out in 2021 or 2022. But I know that's coming out next in the next couple years. Then you got Here's, Spider-Man Three. You got Thor. You got. <laughs> I don't, there's I probably a Star Wars movie they're going to release sometime. I don't that they haven't announced yet. But I don't know. It's 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 it is what it is. I'm I'm excited for movies. Movies are yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. I'm oh, excited, man. too. It's been yeah. a while since I've been to a theater. and I don't know. It's kind of unfortunate. A lot of these movie theaters, especially around us, have closed. Yeah. Like, uh, well, Regal. Regal. Regal yeah. is my favorite movie to go to. Well, favorite Their chairs. theater. Oh. Their chairs are great. And honestly, for me, because I go a lot to the, to see movies, and I get a lot of their, um, lot of their benefits. Like, if I go watch a movie, I get points. And that means I can get a discount on concessions or discount on a ticket. Most of the time I use it for, con- for concessions to get like a, a small popcorn or something and um, upgrade, 
I can upgrade it to a free small popcorn, and then I upgrade upgrade it to a large, and then that's two dollars. And then what I usually do is I pour the popcorn in a bag, share that with my family, go get a refill. There, we got popcorn for the entire family, and it's just I, I just miss that entertaining feel, and I'm very incredibly fortunate that Avengers Endgame was one that we got to witness in theaters because oh my lord if I could not like if I had to wait two years to watch the outcome of Avengers Infinity Infinity War I would lose my mind yeah because uh, that was the uh, anticipation for Endgame was huge and I don't think I'll ever experience a movie uh, uh, a theater experience like that again because the the cheering going on in that you can go look up on YouTube too because that what those YouTube videos show is screams and what those screams like people experience in other theaters I experienced in mine and it was just unmatchable yeah. and I I'm very excited for the future of movies because right now we're, there's a lot a lot of great movies coming but unfortunately we're all kind of stuck on pause and um, hopefully uh, COVID can get out of here quickly. Um, and so we can open up our uh, Regal Cinemas because I know they're shut down until April, at least till April. At least, yeah. yeah. I mean, hopefully we can figure this out pretty soon. Yeah. Cause I would like to get back to somewhat normal. Yeah. <laughs> so me too, man. Well, hopefully you guys enjoyed this podcast. I we are clocking in about fifty minutes. I know it's a uh, we. W- my goal was to get it around fifty minutes to an hour, and as we go throughout the like. As we continue this podcast, we'll tr- probably, I don't know, have more topics to talk about. I mean, hopefully, because COVID's kind of shut everything down where you can't really talk about anything else other yeah. than movies and, I don't know, music. And music-wise, yeah. there's some artists uh, release stuff. I'm a huge Luke Combs fan. He released uh, five uh, songs into a deluxe album. And, yeah, it's they've been incredible songs that... He, actually, he set a record. He almost became the first, was it, I don't know if it was the first country artist or the first artist in general to ha- have a release on the Hot 100 and Hot Country 100. It was a country artist. Oh, wow. Um, wow. Have an album chart at number one and have a single at number one debut. I, I don't think that's ever happened, at, but I think he got close to that in the sense that I, I think the single was at number two and not number one, but... Yeah, it's I, we can always talk about music. I know more about country music. I guarantee that right now. I aside from everything else, um, country is my way to go. It's my bread yeah. and butter. But yeah, we'll we'll gladly talk about uh, tech news, um, entertainment news, sports news. As you guys heard my wild rants and our wild rants about tech stuff. But yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, This has been the Grinding Gears podcast, and we're going to be clocking out and grinding our way back home. So thank you guys for watching, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.